Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hello and welcome to the I Can Do podcast with Benjamin Lee. We're here to talk about tips and strategies to have an I Can Do mindset. Life is what you put into it. Get the most you can. Here's your host, Benjamin Lee. Hello and welcome to a new episode of I Can Do. I'm Benjamin Lee. I hope and pray all is well with you. One of the things that I'm doing now for many of you, you're listening to this podcast via Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Google, whatever it may be, Amazon. And I really appreciate your support. I'm also now making videos of my podcast as well. So now you can also, if you like, watch me or other people that I have on the podcast and you can go to my YouTube channel, I Can Do with Benjamin Lee. I'd love for you to subscribe to the YouTube channel. Go to my blog as well, benjaminlee.blog. And that's another way for you to, if you want to, watch these podcast episodes. And so I just want you to be aware of that. Spotify actually has something really cool now where you can uh, upload video content. So if you have the Spotify app, you can listen to podcasts, and now you can also watch podcasts. So I hope you'll try that out. Go to my YouTube channel, ben, uh, I Can Do with Benjamin Lee, or you can just choose to listen wherever you may listen if you're driving, working out, or maybe doing something around the house. So really excited about the month of February, the month of March. I have some really uh, special guests that are going to be on the show. Uh, I have a book here by Matt Frazier and Robert Cheek. And it's called The Plant-Based Athlete, A Game-Changing Approach to Peak Performance. And Lord willing, I'm going to have Robert Cheek along with one of my coaches, Eva Latcham, on the show. Eva was on, the, was on this podcast uh, just a few weeks ago. And you can find that episode uh, where we had a conversation about a variety of things dealing with nutrition uh, and mindset. And so I'm going to have Robert Cheek. He's the New York Times bestselling author now. I have Jared Bowman. He's an evangelist in the state of Oregon. He's going to be on the podcast later on this month. And then in March, I'm bringing on another coach, Kim Stone. And I'm really excited about that interview as well. We're going to be talking a lot about burnout and things that we need to be aware of and how to avoid burnout in our lives. And so stay tuned for a variety of special guests on the show. And this coming week, this coming Sunday, is Super Bowl Sunday. Now, back in 2020, I had Darren Simmons on the show. He's the assistant head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals. And so uh, really interested to see what's going to happen. I think all of my family is rooting for the Bengals, uh, hoping that they will win. And um, that would be an amazing thing if they did. It's been a long time since they have been in the Super Bowl. So we're not going to talk about the Super Bowl yet. We may do a podcast. I may do a podcast on that. Today, I want to talk about, I want to talk about when you should be a people pleaser. Now, this idea of being a people pleaser 
is something that I've thought a lot about uh, recently. And it's something that I think a lot of people sometimes may struggle with in their lives. I don't know about you, but that's something that I think I've identified more about myself, where naturally we want to be able to please people. We want to make other people happy. But at the same time, there can be a lot of detriment or a lot of problems that can arise when we begin to go down that path. In fact, sometimes we can make matters worse. For example, a person who is always trying to make somebody happy, uh, no matter at any cost, right, uh, even when it's detrimental, can do and say things that just are not true or accurate because they don't want to hurt somebody's feelings or they don't want to be honest. Well, that's not what I'm talking about in this episode today. But I do want you to think about when we should be a people pleaser and what person in particular we should seek to please. Now, naturally, always at the top of the list has to be God. And I have a Bible here. I'm going to share some scriptures here with you. Uh, you know my life is made up of faith, family, fitness, and food. I like to talk about all of those things. We should seek to please God, right? And I also want to talk about another relationship, particularly for this podcast episode. So my wife and I, we went to a Bible study on Sunday, a really great Bible study that one of our pastors at the congregation led. And it's, on, it's called Post-Marital Counseling. Now, when you think about marriage, there is so much hype when it comes to marriage. There's so much emphasis upon the tux, well, maybe not that much on the tux, but certainly on the dress that the bride is going to wear, the location, and who's going to be invited, and who should sit next to the other person at the, at the big dinner afterwards, and what kind of music are we going to have, and don't forget about the honeymoon, right? So it's amazing how there is so much prep leading up to this one event, and certainly the, mar the marriage day should be a very special day. It should be a great day where people are excited and the bride and the groom have these very special memories for years to come. For those who may be religious-minded, uh, sometimes there is some kind of marital counseling that takes place. I've had that opportunity to sit down with a couple and talk to them. People have questions about their relationship or how to deal with finances or making decisions and things like that. But far more often, I've rarely heard people have plans in place when it comes to post-marital counseling. And I just think that's a wonderful idea that we should have something in place instead of just kind of having everything at the beginning Many of the challenges and problems that happen in marriage happen after we say, I do. And they can happen quickly or they can happen maybe four or five years down the road. So what if we had more post-marital counseling instead of pre-marital counseling? I think if we had all of that together, our marriages would be very great. So that's where I'm heading with this topic today. And when I talk about the person that we need to be pleasing, or the one person that we need to be pleasing, what if that person was our spouse? You know, Valentine's is coming up here soon. And a lot of people put a lot of emphasis upon Valentine's, wedding anniversaries, you know, other special dates, birthdays, all of those things are fine. But what if we tried to please our spouse 
every day. There are two big passages I want to share with you. The first is in the Old Testament in the book of Deuteronomy. In the book of Deuteronomy, there are some instructions given, and I love this particular text in Deuteronomy chapter 24 and verse number five, where the Bible says this, when a man takes a new wife, he shall not go out with the army, nor be charged with any duty. He shall be free at home one year and shall give happiness to his wife whom he has taken. Let that sink in for a moment. Our marriage should be, our marriages should be happy. And happiness certainly can be fleeting. It can be here one day and it can be gone the next. And yet there should always be joy as we think about two Christians who are married. And I just want you to consider this text here. Can you imagine if this is what people did today? People have a hard time today taking all of their vacation time. People roll the vacation over. They cash out the vacation, their, their vac uh, vacation, and sometimes they just don't even use it. But here it says, when a man takes a new wife, he shall not go out with the army nor be charged with any duty. He shall be free at home one year and shall give happiness to his wife whom he has taken. So I see a couple of thoughts here. Number one, I see the, uh, the time element. When it comes to pleasing our spouse, being with our spouse, making our, helping to make our spouses happy every day, that takes a lot of time and that takes a lot of effort. One of the biggest challenges today in marriages is attention. There are many women who feel alone at times and many men can feel this way as well. Women don't think that because your man may never say this or may never demonstrate this, there are times where men may feel alone or appreciate, not appreciated, and women can feel that way as well. So I want you to take note here as we think about this idea, one person that we should always seek to be pleasing, outside of God, obviously, is our spouse. What if we were a people pleaser in that respect, where we were seeking to please our spouse? How do we do that? Well, verse number five shows us it will take time. And time is something that a lot of people just don't have. I can think back to maybe two or three people I talked to last week, and I asked them, how are you doing? And they said, I'm fine, but I'm just busy. Is that If that becomes our default answer to everything, we have a major problem. And I will freely admit, I talked about this in the Bible class, how Nikki and I, we did really well in 2021 with our dates, and then towards the end of the year, really slowed down, and that's because poor time management, not really considering that maybe a top priority, really being intentional, and that's what I see here, that to give happiness to your wife, well, that takes time, and that takes effort, and to, be, to give happiness to your husband, that takes time, and that takes effort as well. And so what if we sought to be a people pleaser when it came to our spouses? How much better would our homes be? Now, the second passage I want you to think about as we consider this topic is 1 Corinthians chapter 7. Paul here speaks on a variety of issues pertaining to husbands and wives and the relationship, the marital relationship. He talks about uh, the sexual relationship in marriage, where he says in uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 7 and verse 3, 
The husband must fulfill his duty to his wife and likewise also the wife to her husband. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. And likewise, also the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. Stop depriving one another, except by agreement for a time, so that you may devote yourselves to prayer and come together again, so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. But this I say by way of concession, out of command. And so husbands and wives have a responsibility even in the even in the sexual relationship of giving uh, the, the due affection or fulfilling their duty to one another as husband and wife. The sexual relationship is a blessing in marriage. And I was talking to someone and they used a great example by Frank Turag, where he talked about the sexual relationship. And he kind of used the analogy, if I'm remembering correctly, of a fireplace. You know, when a fire is inside of a fireplace, it's fantastic right? It looks nice. It provides something great. But when a fire is outside of a fireplace, what's it do? It burns everything to the ground. And that's what happens with the sexual relationship. In marriage, it's really, really good. That's how God has designed it. And so even as we think about pleasing our spouse, that's going to be part of that as well, the sexual relationship. Now, there's another verse. The main verse I wanted to share with you is in 1 Corinthians chapter 7. And uh, let's see here. First Corinthians chapter seven. I wanted to say uh, verse number thirty-eight, but I think that is uh, here. It is verse number uh, thirty-four uh, for thirty-three and thirty-four. Um, let's look at this. Actually, let's start in verse number thirty-two. Uh, he said, "But I want you to be free from concern. One who is unmarried is concerned about the things of the Lord, how he may please the Lord." But Paul is talking about those who may not be married, right? There should be this, this emphasis on them pleasing God. They have more time and the things that they can do for the Lord. But notice what he said in verse 33. But one who is married is concerned about the things of the world, how he may please his wife. So as you think about this idea of being a people pleaser, and what if we were really focused on this when it came to our spouses, I really like what Paul says here. You know, when we are married, there are a lot of things that we have to take into consideration. And one of the biggest things that we should be considering is how do we please our spouse? How can we please our spouse? Not just on Valentine's, not just on a birthday, not just on an anniversary, if we remember that anniversary. But what if we tried to please our spouse every day in some shape or form? Well, in order for us to do that, we have to be intentional. This will require a lot of time and energy and effort, but it is well worth the investment. Secondly, we have to know what is it that actually pleases our spouse. So that will take time, communication, great listening skills, and a lot of humility as well, because we may have this idea of what they are looking for. But what if we have just been assuming for the longest time that, no, that's not really what they want in the relationship or what we've been trying to do. And so think about this concept here. When you should be a people pleaser. And what if we put our spouse at the top? Obviously, God is always first. But what if we put our spouse at the top there? Where every day we sought to please them in a proper way 
uh, where no one's obviously doing something wrong or, or anything like that, but pleasing them where we seek to, to make them happy and to lift them up and to help them to draw even closer to God. Well, that makes a great recipe for a very happy home. And so while I often talk about not being a people pleaser per se, what if we really shifted that focus and sought to please our spouse the way God wants us to? I think our marriages, not I think I know our marriages would be far better for it. So this week, the challenge that I received in this Bible study is a challenge I want to give you as well. Every day for the next seven days, and it doesn't stop after seven days, but every day over the next seven days, I want you to think about what can I do today to please my spouse? Think about that and watch the love grow in your marriage. I hope this helps. Take care and God bless. Once again, thank you so much for tuning in to this episode. If you are in the need or are looking for more motivation in your life, feel free to check out my website, benjaminlee.blog, where you can find hundreds of encouraging, motivational blog posts on a variety of subjects. You can find all of my books, which can also be found on amazon.com and other podcast interviews with a variety of people. I hope this helps. Please leave me a rating and a review. I can do, and so can you. Take care, and God bless.